We saw, saw Akadosh Baruch Hu creates the world with Dibur, and Hashem creates the world with This world, He creates the world This world, we see things which are objects, things which have form, shape, size, physical things. Physical things are created by Mesa. Hashem also creates by Dibur. It says nine times. Why does Hashem create the Dibu? And the Pasuk tells us, From every word that Hashem says, it creates a Malach. So if you are going to ask, what does Hashem create with Dibu? Hashem creates a spiritual world, the world of Malach. Hashem creates the Maisa, a physical world. Hashem creates the Dibu, a spiritual world. Now the Maisa, let's reconnect. Because every physical thing has a spiritual counterpart. And this is also a Gemara. The Gemara says, Einachal kol Eisev ve'Eisev milamato, she'ein le'malach, amakar esvayim le'gdal. Each blade of grass, which is the millions of them, you just see a field of grass, you see a mountain. How many, how many blades of grass are there? But Einachal kol Eisev. There's not such thing as a blade of grass, which is a physical creation, which doesn't have a counterpart, which is a spiritual, a spiritual creation. Now, by the way, what does the word malach mean? We talk about malach. We're talking about something spiritual. It's basically an intermediary. It's an in-between stage. Hashem creates physical things, but there has to be a spiritual part to each thing as well. That spiritual element of each thing which is created is called its malach. Okay. So we made a... The bria is composed of two parts. There's a physical bria and a spiritual bria. And they come together. The different levels of creation, the most... Physical creation is Asiya. And like you said, this world is the world of Asiya. Then there's the world of Debra, which is a higher world. And therefore the creations of the world of Debra are higher creations. And you're going to see there's an even higher world than that, which is the world of Mahshava, a person's thought. It's more abstract. And therefore the creations of that level are going to be even higher. Now I want to say, I want to say, say something I heard from Moshe Shapiro in front of Rocha many, many, many times. And it's an amazing thing. When you talk about an object, you talk about a thing, whatever the something is going to be, what words do you have in Hebrew for an object? Now, talk about something which there is. What words do you have two? One is? Either Tavar or Chafetz. They both come from the Torah. Called Davra, Anything is called a Vay. Or, sometimes it's called a Chafetz. Right? Chafatzav is all his things right in the Pasuk so we have two words for an object one is a Dava one is a Chafetz if you think about it for a second a Dava comes to a Dibur and a Chafetz comes to a Chafetz which is what a person wants which means the physical things that we have here the objects of this world are either results of a Dibur which means that there's a, a Hashem said he wanted them Set the Dibur behind the object, or it came from the world of Machshava. Hashem wanted it to be there. It's a Chafetz. Whatever Hashem wants, He's going to do. And therefore, it's true that there's a creation here of objects, of physical things, but everything created is either a, a reflection of the Dibur behind it or the Chafetz behind it, the Ratzin behind it. Even the word art comes to a rotten. Same cherish. 
Now, the principle we've been learning the whole time, and that's why the Nefesh Chaim wrote the Shariah of Nefesh Chaim, is that a person is created with Salamilakim. Which means if there's a Koch that Hashem used in creating the world, you can be sure that that person is given that Koch to somewhere, a person is able to do the same thing. That's what it means with Salamilakim. But the same Kachot that Hashem uses, the same abilities that Hashem uses in creating the world, He creates the person to use in creating His world. And if that's the case, a person can create also the Maiseh, and a person can create Padipa. The person can, can, can create the Maiseh, and that's all the Maiseh type of the Maiseh mitzvahs a person does. When a person does mitzvahs, he's, he's doing something, he's building. But a person can also create Padipa. Just like Hashem creates Padibur, a person can create Padibur. But here comes the Chedesh. We saw before, what does Hashem create Padibur? Hashem creates Padibur is Malachim. Again, Chazal, I'll call Dibur, Padibur, Shiyatsim, Piyah, Kodesh, Baruch, and Dibur, Malach. Every word which comes out of Hashem's mouth creates a Malach. So what does Hashem create Padibur? He creates Malachim. If that's the case, you might understand, what does a person create Padibur? The person also speaks. The person also has a kaya khadibur. It's not just sound, it's speech. Which means the person's speech also creates. How does the person's speech create? Also malachim. Also malachim. And this is a chazah. Every word of Torah that a person says, every word of Tvila, creates a malach. And every negative word that a person says, every word of Shanhara, whatever it is, also creates a malach, just a malach ra. And therefore, there's a special kayak in the person's devil. It has the ability to create on a different level, not just to create physical things here, but to create on a different on a level of, of spiritual kayakas. Where does the person have that kayak from? So, just like we spoke about different worlds, we spoke about last time the world of Atsirut, Bria, Yitzira, Asiya, there are corresponding levels in a person's nefesh, in a person's neshama, if you want, and they correspond with each other. So we talk about the four levels of Zatzirus, Briyatzirus, as we call Abiyah, for short. Um, similarly, in a person's nefesh, there's a chedek which is called the nefesh, Reach, Neshama, Chay, and then it's called Yechida. Nefesh is the part of a person's Neshama which interacts with his body. The Kiyadamu or Nefesh, it's a life force which goes around the body. If a person has to move his body, the person has to act, so he uses his nefesh. And therefore, Actions always come from the nefesh. And it's a pasuk. The pasuk says, "Benichosu hanafashas ha'oisus." Who does the nefesh does? The part of a person which does is his nefesh. The person, the part of the person which is higher than the nefesh, is what's called his ruch. What's a person's? What's a kach of a person's ruch? Ruchi asher alecha u'dvara yeshesanti v'fiha. The ruch of the person is a part of the person which has the ability to speak. And I'm asking even the simple word. What is, uh, the ruach literally means the air in a person. And the speech is basically using the ruach in the person to come in, in, in words as it was to exhale air. So the kach in the person that speaks is his ruach. And it's a person. But the Adam and Nefesh Chaya, a person can be a living thing. Targum says, Leruach Amanullah. A ruach will talk. The person's ability to talk is is rough. And therefore, corresponding to the world of 
Malachim, which is created with Hashem's Dibur, is the level of a person's Ruach, which also creates. And again, it's a Pasuk. What is the Malach of Ruchas? What makes the Malachim is the Ruach. What is the Malach of Ruchas? So, a person's ability to create with his Ruach. Not just spiritual things which are positive or negative. But now we see an amazing thing. And that is, the higher up we go, the more powerful what we can do is. So yes, there's a certain amount we can do with Maisa. And it has an effect in Shemayim, like we spoke about until the Nefesh HaChayim. There's an even bigger effect we can do with Dibur. If you think about it, you'll see that therefore mitzvahs which carry more schar are mitzvahs with Dibur. Taira, Tvila, Trevor, all mitzvahs with Dibur. And on the negative side, talking about Lashonara, Malbim, Nechavera, Barabim, these are all mitzvahs with Dibur. We saw him with If we've gone higher up the, the, so to speak, the chain, so we'll see that there's more chaymer to Mitzvah B'dibur, and the Gemara proves it. The Gemara says the two things a man can do wrong to a lady. And in both cases, the Torah gives a knas. A knas is a penalty, a fine. It's not the payment for the injury, it's not the payment for the tsar, it's not the payment for the boisha, so it all comes separately. It's a fine, the Torah imposes a fine. The one case is onus. The other case is Moetzi Shemra. Harakha is, the person is Ma'anus Nesha, how much you have to pay as a fine? So the Torah, 50 shekel kasef. And if a person speaks most of shame about a lady, how much you have to pay as a fine? 100. Says the Gemara in Right? You see that God right? The person who commits a crime, so to speak, with Dibur, is judged doubly chomer. So a person does something with Ma'as. Now we wouldn't think like that. We would think that onus is a much worse area than speaking badly about somebody. Ruining their reputation. A person is doing something terrible. The Torah tells us it's not the way it is. The MS is, Hashem creates a person like that. That very often, the emotional damage you can inflict on somebody with what you say is worse than the physical damage you can inflict on them by what you do. What you do. Why? Because that's coming from a deeper place in a person. And therefore, being pagan, a person's ruach, so to speak, has more of an effect than being pagan is nefesh. One more example. There's one area about which the Torah says, Kilo Yenake Hashem. Hashem doesn't forgive. What's that? What does the Torah say? She doesn't forgive. Shvel Shav. That? It says, it is, but when I say the Hebrews, Kilo Yenake Hashem, it says, Yishra Shav. Hashem doesn't forgive. Kill the Shabbos, it doesn't say Hashem will forgive. Where the Zara, Hashem will forgive. The person doesn't have trouble. When it comes to Shabbos, the Shabbos, Hashem doesn't forgive. And once again, watch the Chaymet. We see here also, it's Naver Bedibur. It's Naver Bedibur, but Naver Bedibur has a certain Chaymet. Good. So therefore, we see at the highest stage of a person's ability to speak, and therefore, the effect that his speech can have is even more than the effect that his actions can have. But now we get to another part. What does a person create in a speech? We already said. A person creates malachim. Just like Hashem creates malachim in speech, a person also creates malachim in speech. It's more than that. Agav, that's why Talmud Torah isn't one mitzvah. 
the person learns that in the first day, it's not like, wow, he did one mitzvah. Every dibur is not a mitzvah. Right? Each one, okay, it's not a matter. Now, there's something else Hashem creates for dibur. The master is, like we said, in a certain, in a, in a spiritual sense, the world is created for dibur. Make a success. The Dibur of Hashem made the Shemayim. Where's the counterpart to that? Not just that there's a spiritual creation of a Malach when Hashem speaks, but that's the Ba'atim sets up, so to speak, everything which happens in this world. It's also created by Dibur. Where does a person have that ability to create a world with his Dibur? Where does a person have the ability also to create a world with his Dibur? This is the Pasuk. This is the Pasuk. I'll read the Pasuk. It's an amazing Pasuk. It's a Pasuk in Yishayim. And the Pasuk says, V'asim dvarai b'ficha. I put my words in your mouth. L'intaya shamayim v'isadaretz. To spread out the heaven and to make a ground. To make a earth. Hashem says, I'm putting my words in your mouth. Because with those words, you can make a new shamayim v'aretz. Now, what's the concept of a new shamayim v'aretz? It really is one. So on the Pasuk and Geheris, and we'll come back to the Pasuk lots of times, because Nech Shachayim brings it a lot. On the Pasuk and Geheris it says, Ki Adam Hoylech Obey Soylamoy. The person goes to his own world. Ki Hoylech Adam Obey Soylamoy. The person goes to his own world. Melamed, says Chazar. That the Adam Abba a person has is the world that he's made for himself. Obey Soylamoy. The world he's made for himself. You're creating a world for yourself, and that is similar to Hashem. Just like Hashem creates a world here for people to be in, it gives the person the ability to create a world for themselves. And the world that they're going to be in is the world to create for themselves. And if that's the case, that world that you're going to be in needs a Shema environment. And the Dvarim that Hashem puts in a person's mouth, for Adam given the ability to create that, at least the spiritual side of the world he's making for himself. Okay, that was just the revision of the source of another second side. And it's going to tell us two more Kiddush of the Zayn. And he says, Vazayar, Emar, the Zayn Emar, it says, The Lestach Milo Milo, Mind the Apic Milo Kiddush Mikome. On page one, hey, someone who takes a word of, says a word of Kiddush from his mouth, a word of Torah, Milo Daraisa, is Aviv Minekala, it makes a certain voice, a sound. The Sarik Le'ele, that word of Hashem says, goes up to Shemayim, V'is'aru Kedoshi Malka, Ilah, Mus'atram Barashe, the Kedoshi Malka, the Melachim of the King, Hashem, Mus'atram Barashe, Uchadayin, Ishtak Echelus Le'ele Le'tatam. The effect of a person's word in Torah makes Melachim Kedoshim Le'ma'ala, and therefore there's a Simcha in Shemayim and here in the world because of the Melachim which have been created. And same thing with Ayn Barak Pashas Hayakal, Neros, Niflos, Inyan Hadibur, Shambin and Kadishan Darais, the importance of words, speaking words of Torah. Shekal Almin, the hearing with Hadvasim. The whole world shines, so to speak, from the happiness which there is from the words of Torah which are spoken because there's a new Melach which are created. Which is. Agav, we said in a different bad, the importance of what a person learns to say the words of Torah, not just to read it. Right? Yes, if we don't go past it, the person is here to tell the Torah by, by, by thinking Torah or by reading Torah. But in the day, 
to a person who says the words with his mouth. It has a certain effect of dibble. So Shemir is on the same level as, as reading without... Shemir maybe is, but just reading without Shemir isn't. What if you hear, like, good advice or something? Sorry? Does it have to be Shemir from, like, a mouth if you hear, like, from, like, a device, like, recording? So that's the question. Is Shemir Kadim, if Shemir Kainu works from you from a person, or the fact that I'm here is like, that's a, that's a nice question. Talk about that. The from the sound and the speech and the words of Torah, he creates in bad world. Right? But just like a person can create a world of Kedusha with the words he says which are good, a person creates a world of Shav with the words he says which are meaningless. What does it mean, a world of Shav? So I'm going to give you a marshal to explain it. Which is a little bit of a different case, talking about Mahshav, but it's the same idea. The same principle. And that is, you have one person who has, you know, very often, I mean, you've heard this from before, when you talk to an audience, you say to everybody, tell me something, who has goals for the future? Who has a goal they want to reach in their life? And when you throw the question to an audience, nobody or everyone's going to say they have goals in life. Right? And the next question is, Okay. Do you have a plan how to go into reach your goals? You have a goal that you want to achieve, and that do you have a plan how to get there? It doesn't care if you're a person. Most people don't. They have a goal, but they don't have a clear how they're going to get there. The person who asks is the plan he wants to become a relationship. He wants to become a god of the He wants to become whatever else he wants to become. Does he have a plan how to reach it? No, no, no. And he always says, and he doesn't have a goal, he has a dream. A dream is something which I would love very much, but I have no way of making it happen. I would love to win the lottery. But it's a dream. I don't have a mahalakha to win the lottery. Right? It's, it's, it's something which we have very much like, but it's something which I don't have a mahalakha to do, how to get there. That's called the dream. Everyone has dreams. They want to be rich, they want to be successful, they want to be masliach, they want to be respected, they want to whatever they want to do, they want to have. That's all dreams. A goal is something which I've set myself a target and I'm trying to get there and I have a way to get there. And therefore, even in Mechadchila, if you ask people the question, do you have a goal? They'll all say yes. But when you actually discuss it with them, you'll find that most often people have dreams, not goals. Having a goal means I want to finish us and I've made myself a program and I'm working on it and if I'll get there in however many years it's going to be. But it's a goal because I can see how to do it. It's a mahalak which works. Well, a person is starting a business and his goal is to get to a certain level, but he has a mahalach how to do it. This is how much I can do here, this is what I can do there, this is how I can bring in money here, this is how I can expand over there. Say that, that's a goal. I'm not saying everyone's goal is materialized. This is a certain Tzadishmaya where Hashem decides to. But at least you can say he has a plan. But a person has no plans, but he wants to be a big time There's no mahalach, but he wants to be a multi-millionaire. It's a dream. Uh, it could be dreams will happen, but you can't blank on that. Right? Now here's the point I want to get to. 
Imagine if the same question is asked the person, what did you plan? What were you trying to do with your life? What did you really want? So the person with the goal will say, this is what I wanted to do. This is how much I managed. This is what I was trying to do. This is the mahalach. This is what I got. And people who have dreams will tell you, well, I really wanted this, this, and this, but it never happened. A lot of the disappointments or a lot of the depression that people feel later in life, not when they're still young, they think that the whole world's available to them. I should never get there. But a lot of times when people get to a certain stage, they get depressed. They get, why? Because they didn't see any of their dreams come true. They had always dreamed of this and always dreamed of that and whatever it was, and that's just not happening. I won't tell you a secret. A person who's living in dreams, it's always going to happen to them. Not all your dreams will come true. It's, it's, it's not even realistic to expect that. There's no reason why they should. If a person has a, a realistic goal, okay, then maybe it will come true. Maybe he will achieve. It's not doomed to failure. But if a person is living with dreams, then what's going to change? If a person dreams of winning the winning jackpot lottery when he's 12. I'll still remember when he's 20, I'll still remember when he's 30. He's not closer now than he was then. So what's going to change? So as much as it's a dream, a person starts to feel that it's not, it's not happening. But let's say a person like Ahmed Basim came to Asha. But he came with a goal. He came with a plan, this is what I was trying to do, and this is what I was going to. And the reward will be, go back to him. You're going your way somewhere, keep going. I wanted to know the Qatar code. I never got there, but I was trying. I didn't submit myself, I didn't submit myself, I didn't submit myself, I didn't So it was, a, it was a goal, I was working on it. And I wanted to tell you it's very big, I didn't finish. So the reward is go later. What about the person who comes to dream? What did he actually accomplish? Nothing. What are you doing all day? Dreaming. That, I really dreamed of whatever it would be. So you mentioned that the reward for such a person would be, okay, beside it. So what are you going to get anyway? No, I never got anywhere to start with. But I'm living in a certain reality of a dream which is not real. It's, it's, a, it's a fantasy world. It's made up in my mind. There's nothing real about it. I can close my eyes and imagine that I'm a king, that I'm an emperor, that I'm a, whatever I want to be. A god like that. It's just my, it's just my own imagination. None of it's true. So imagine that the reward for that was okay. You want to, you spend your life dreaming of the dream. Not that you'll get the dream. Live the dream, but it's not a real dream. Live in your fantasy. That's called the Lama Shoshav. The Lama Shoshav is a non-real world. As opposed to the person who actually did achieve somewhere, and if you carry it on, will actually will achieve something, and it's something real. So the person is just dreaming. It's a non-real world. I'll tell you a story. They say about Eli Chaim, Meisel, Zerovim, does. There's nothing going on in the story. The story was when he was the Robin Lodge, he had a certain person in the town who had originally been a Khashav member of the town, but uh, he lost his mind. He lost his mind, so he started being like a Meshuggan. So one time he came to Rebani Chaim's base team. He said, I want to take the, you know, the Zayn Tavia here, the people in charge of running the town, the council of the town, I want to bring him to the entire by the Rav. It was a joke, I'm sure you know. But okay, the Raphael started for once and all, you had been normal before. 
This is fine. No problem. Bring the Rashi call from the Torah. We have that to say. Okay, so he was a Tevei. He's claiming. So the Halacha was in the Torah. The Tevei speaks first. So Rabbi Chaim asked him, "What are you bringing Tevei money from the call for?" So he said, "It's very simple. He said every year, um, at the beginning of the winter, the, they need wood. They used to use wood fires to keep a shul warm. So they need to go and buy a full storeroom of wood." Store us and they would use the whole winter to heat up the shul. So at the beginning of the winter, they'd hide a wood, a wood like some chopped down trees, an axe, and used to do work with wood. To grow the forest and chop down enough trees to fill the storehouse of wood. So this man said, well, I went with him, I helped him, and I wanted to be, no one ever paid me for helping. So Rabbi Chaim asked him, What did you do to help? He said, It's very simple. Did you ever see a man chop down a tree? He picks up the axe, and as he brings it down, he's a tree, right? He goes, ah! Maybe from the release of the coil in it. Every time he's a tree, ah! So I first helped him. I watched him, every time he hit the axe of the tree, I said, ah, for him. So I spent the hours, like, helping him trap in the wood, and no one ever paid me anything. So, Rebbe Chaim asked the people who managed trap in the wood, is that true? Well, they helping? He said, yeah, he's standing next to me. Every time I hit the wood, he went, ah! I didn't do anything, but he was there, it's true, he was there. So that was next to me doing it. So Rabbi Chaim said, okay, fine, I want to go up sack. He turns to the Russia uh, call and he said, I want the money you're going to pay the world, will give me the money. So he takes out a bag of coins, so this is how many rubles it was, this is the money that's going to pay the world. Okay, so Rabbi Chaim picks up the, the bag of coins, he says in the Russian, he bangs the coins with him, bang. About ten times. He said, you heard? He said, good. He said, you swung the axe, you get the money. You made the sound, so you can keep the sound. <laughs> now, you're doing it from a sugar, you have to understand how he thinks. But it actually worked, because I was happy. So, <laughs> you got something. But uh, the, the point of the story is, that's a good marshal for the person who's living a dimion. The person is actually doing something. He's chopping down the trees. So, we're going to get something. We'll get this car. But the person who imagined, I think I'm doing something, I'm actually doing nothing. So what's this going to be? Also a demyan. You think you're getting something, you're not getting anything. That's a Lama Shoshav. That's Lama Shoshav. It's a scary thing having people in this category. They think they're doing. They think it, one day I'm going to be whatever. It's demyanous. And it's scary how much it takes out a person's mind. But it's a non-real reality. And if a person is living in that reality, then what does Hashem want to give him this heart? The reality is creates himself, but it's not real. It's not real. I'll tell you a true story which I was witness to. It's just the same idea of how much a person can learn in a dimmion. When the Russian Svifinkel, or Shiva, married his youngest daughter, got married. So every year his youngest daughter, and the whole Yeshiva wanted to come with Shimon Especially the wedding was, wasn't far from the Amir, it was in the Tamir, so it was just down the street. Except you're talking with thousands of people. How are you going to have thousands of people coming into and out of a hall in a sort of different way? So the police came, and they basically made the, they made a park. Uh, metal gates that was used. They made a path from outside the streets to come in from the back of the hall, go, go come from behind, go in front of the main table, and then go back out the hall from the back again. So everyone was sitting at the tables in the halls there, they weren't being disturbed, and there was a path coming in from behind, which would go past the main table where else they were sitting, out the other side, and back out, back out to the street again. It was a very good system. So everybody comes. If you run away, you go to dance or eat whatever it is inside, you go around the other side and go to the normal end store. But all you wanted to do was just like muddle something. Go back to your show, go back home, whatever you want to do. Wait in line. And it was 
was, was narrative. There was one track on you. So everyone said, "Nah, you wait three, four minutes. You walk past. Go down the. You say, 'I'm not the shoe.' You walk out. The system worked very well. So, uh, like everyone else, okay, I waited in line. Went past the Mishnah Malatot. And I came out. I saw someone standing there. An older bach in the mirror. Must have been in his late thirties. Then, we're talking a long time ago, right? Older bach in the mirror, late thirties. Never, he never had. I don't know if he did it. Didn't have family. He definitely didn't have too many friends. But anyway, it's uh, he was standing there. He's boy. So I thought, what happened? What is happening? He said it's a chutzpah. I came to Rosh Hashiva. to Rosh Hashiva, and they told me I have to wait in line. It's not a big deal. Everybody waits in line. Like, it's this long line, and that's the easiest way to go, right? Everybody's in line. You can get one. He said, no, it's not right. If I can serve the mouth of the Shiva, I should get priority treatment. I don't want to wait in line. So I asked him, why do you think you're better than anybody else? He said, I'll tell you what. He said, one day I'm going to be a millionaire, and I'm going to give more money to Mishra than anyone else ever gave. And me, the big donor of Mishra, making me wait in line, my Mishra, my Lord, really told me. So I said, you got to understand the Yeshiva, they never knew that. But if they realized that you were this big millionaire, I was going to get so much money in the Yeshiva, they feel yes, but first they don't know about it. You don't, you don't even know about it yet. Right? But you can see how demureness can affect the way a person thinks. The man the guy never had a job in his life. I don't think, he, I don't think he's married, I don't think he's employed even. I don't know where he is. But, but he's convinced in his mind, one day I'm going to be a multi-millionaire. And one day I'm going to give the, so much money to the Yeshiva that I should get priority treatment because I'm a big lad of the Yeshiva. Demureness. Maybe. If a person had a plan, how he thinks it's gonna it's gonna happen, maybe. No plans, no anything, it's just a dream. And a person lives the dream so much that they expect to be treated and it's like a guy thinking one day I'll finish us, now you should stand up and walk the best measures. You don't understand one day I'm gonna be a Tamil Khatal? It's a dream, it's a demon. That's a that's a Ramishal Shah. Ramishal Shah is a person who's living in that world of his own demon. And a person creates a world, but it's not a real world. It's a fantasy world. And therefore, if you have a real world, ah, so you have something to, to you've built yourself something available. If all you had is dimyanus, if all you had is fantasy, you haven't built anything. You've built an illusion. You've built a fantasy. It's not a real world. So I don't know. What makes it not real is only because he doesn't have a plan. Because there's nothing there. If a person actually sits and learns, he's built himself a world of terror. If a person thinks he's built himself nothing. If a person dreams about one day I'm going to be a founder of a but he never did, so there's nothing there. So if a person learns and he says, I want to be a Let's take an extreme example. I don't know if Chazal said, Mosia, give my son, my son, my son. When am I going to be like a Rabbi Yisrael Kiyaku? Now, that's a, that's a very far way away. But the Dovid Magus said a famous verse. He said, talk about the, the, what happened in the Tzis of his time, right? He said, if you've left, if you've gone out, you, you live in Vilna, he says, if you're in a wagon, you live in Vilna, and you're on your way to Kovna. Okay, so you got in the wagon, and the wagon starts traveling, so you can ask the driver, tell me something, how long will it take till we get to Kovin? It's a fair question. You're, already, you're on the road, right? So you can ask, how is it going to take? You board the plane, the plane takes off, you can ask, how many hours before we land? But if you're sitting in your house, you can't ask, how long is it going to take to get to Kovin? You're not getting there, you're not, you're not even on the road. It's the same you said, right? You said, if, if you've started, well, then you can say, how long do I have to, how, what's the egg, when am I going to get there? I will get a one, because I'm, I'm moving, I'm traveling, I'm going somewhere, so I have something. If a person is doing nothing, he's just imagining on what he's going to do, so then he's left with nothing, and he's, not, he's never going to get anywhere. Why is it not going here? Because, uh, like we said, if he's talking about uh, creation with Maestri, so 
if a person does mason, he creates. If a person doesn't do mason, he doesn't create. But if you call, talk about creating with people, people are always speaking. But there's a difference between speaking something which actually is kind or speaking dreams, which is the non-real you're creating with nothing real. It's creating a, it's creating a fantasy. Okay, that's the reason I want to talk about today. Two things. Number one, the fact that a person parallels Hashem, you can create Malachim, but also you can create his own future world. That's the Koyach Hashem gives a person to create his devour. Except the person should use it to create something which is something he wants to live with one day. The reality he wants to be right. 